Good morning. Morning, everyone. Hope you're all awesome and well. Looking a bit blurry there, aren't I? Let me see if I can sharpen that up. Maybe I... Anyway, good to see you. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat, folks, on a fabulous Friday. Friday, whatever it is. Hey, big shout out and good morning to Aaron. Good to see you, mate. Jeff, all the way from the Smillion Island today. Where is that, Jeff? All right, there's a pop quiz. There's a pop geography quiz, folks. Where is Smillion Island? Where is Smillion Island? That's what I'd like to know. Jeff, you're a bit of a uh, travelling Wilbury, aren't you? Mate, you get out and about. Good to see you, mate. Thanks for joining again today. Alison, good morning. David, Alexis. Few of the few of the regular crew. Great to have you here, Andrew, David. Thanks for joining this morning, folks. While we're sort of warming up, I'll do the quick intros as we normally do. Most of you know this, but uh, Jason, my name. If you didn't already know, welcome to Friday Wealth Coffee Chat. Been doing this for a while with mad, crazy. Interested property investors just like you, and each morning we get together, we have a coffee, have a bit of a chat about the idea of going the distance when it comes to property investing. A couple of sayings around here. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. Takes time to build wealth with real estate. And uh, I've got some simple rules. Buy something that you like, that you're happy to keep forever, and just keep it. That's what probably is my, the main theme of today's chat, actually. But uh, before I give that all away, I don't want to get too uh, too ahead of myself. Uh, there you go, Jeff, near the Philippines. Awesome. Um, there you go. All right, Adrian, good morning to you, Shelley. Thanks for joining. Haven't seen you for a while. Hope you're well, babe. I hope everyone's got a coffee or two uh this morning. Anyway, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about something that I think most people don't get. Don't get. And to be honest, I didn't get it for a long time either. Let's be, let's be frank. Many of us don't understand really what it takes to become wealthy, truly wealthy, uh, for for the you know for the average person. For the average person. And and. I'm calling myself average. I'm calling for most people on the planet, other than the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world where they might have the right idea at the right time. doesn't mean he didn't have talent or whatever, but it just came to fruition. For most of us, if we want to create wealth, there's one thing that I see again and again and again and again and again. People misunderstand, misunderstand when it comes to creating wealth. Uh, And I want to talk to you guys about that this morning. And, uh, one of uh, a person who's probably one of the most successful property investors Australia has ever seen. We'll talk about him in a minute. But tell me, what do you guys think this here represents? Tell me in the chat so we can get a bit interactive today. What's this? What's this? What is this meant to represent? And think about what we're probably going to talk and chat about today when it comes to the number one thing most people misunderstand when it comes to creating wealth is this. What is it? Tell me what it is. Anyone have a guess? Have a guess anyway. Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? 
Bueller, anyone is that you know what I'm talking about there? Anyway, maybe that's just um something like a working life for sure. Um, but more importantly, Jeff, an actual life. Right. This is 80 squares right there. There's 80 squares right there on the screen, ladies and gents. Uh, it could be building blocks or steps, but uh, let's have a look at this. That's 80 squares. Uh, the average uh, Australian male at the moment lives 81.3 years. 81.3 years. There you go. We don't want to be average, but there you go. And the uh, ladies, you live a little bit longer. 80. 5.4. There you go. 85.4. Check this out. Okay. Uh, and, you know, the third highest in the world. Now, let's talk about this. Let's talk about what we're looking at right here. Right here, we're looking about the average life expectancy of you, me, in Australia. So let's have a look at this in how life rolls. Okay. What is the first 10 years? Right, the first ten years of your life, you know, you know what's a big achievement? Learning to wipe your own bum, right? Okay, first ten years of your life, you don't produce anything. Matter of fact, you're a bit of a leech when it comes to the economic resources of your parents uh, as a child, and probably, probably, easily, easily, up until you're twenty, right? You're really not giving anything to the world of income or wealth to yourself, folks, are you? So you're putting nothing in. There's That's a negative when it comes to being able to, being able to do anything from an investing point of view or wealth creation point of view, right? Let's have a look at what might happen. So this is kind of zero to 10. This is 10 to 20. And then for some of us, we might be producing some income. We might. But tell me in the chat, who here uh, saved money? And maybe it's probably the wrong audience to ask because some of you and some of us were absolute prolific um, at this. But the average Aussie between the ages of 20 and 30, what do they do with their money, folks? What do they do with their money? I remember the first paycheck I got. I didn't save it. Um, what did you do with your first paycheck? Anybody? Um, now, most, a lot of people actually in Australia drink <laughs> drink it away. <laughs> yeah. You know, hey, I'm, I'm independent now. I can buy my own drinks. Uh, I can spend my own money. And I would spend the, the weeks tended to be uh, the big yet buy a car, spend the cash. The weeks tended to be, folks, a bit longer than your paycheck. Anyone ever realise that? Anyone sort of, you know, pay payday was on a Thursday or something, you're like, you're hanging out going, shit, my money's run out on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, one of my plans used to be to go around to my friend's house and have dinner at theirs, but I ran out of money. Yeah, they were a lot better at money than me. So, you know, let's say for the first at least five years, most of us spend it away or some of us are still studying at uni. And I'm going to be uh, a little bit, you know, uh, a little bit, Morning, Luke. How are you, mate? Good to see you here in the house. And Brendan, thanks for joining. Team, I'm going to say, listen, for most of us, you know, not until we kind of late 20s, early 30s, uh, are we, you know, we're still probably negative in the can, like when it comes to wealth and money for most people, right? So let's have a look at mostly 
All right. When it comes to this is 30 to 40, and that's 40 to 50, these two decades here, those two decades there, are the prime time. So that's a 20-year window, all right? The prime time for us as investors to create wealth. Um, Now, this kind of 50 to 60, you know, still can work. But tell me, when you're 50 to 60, now, this might not be you, but tell me, what do most 50 to 60-year-olds talk about? What do they talk about happening sometime soon at 60 or 65? What, what do they talk about? Team, what do they talk about? Tell me right now, this conversation, it's a word, which I don't think is a great word, and most wealthy people never use this word ever. They think it's hideous, but tell me, what word do they use? When I'm 65, when I'm 60, I'm going to retire, retiring, retirement. Right. And here's what I want to tell you. I'm going to show you something today. The obsession with retirement, yep, back pain, right? So, the obsession with retirement for whatever reason, freedom, no more kids. Yes, freedom. Oh, Brendan, it's so true, isn't it? Uh, my eldest two have both got jobs now um, and are fairly independent. One of them's just bought a house and, you know, uh, and uh, we've just got one more to go. Amazing how much more money you've got when your kids aren't, aren't, <laughs> aren't at home. Uh, so now, If retirement means to you doing what you want to do, right, doing more of what you want to do and less of what you don't, that's cool, that's fine. But what happens, tell me, what happens to, and so this is kind of, okay, here's the drill. I'm going to put it here and we'll we'll talk about this, right? So this kind of here, retire. And for most people and for you sitting on the call today, I'm sure well, you wouldn't be here if if this was going to be different for you. But what happens for most people when they retire? What do they do with their wealth? When this last 20, even to 30 years, because many of us are going to live to a 90 or 100, what do they do with their wealth in this section, in this last section here? Tell me right now, does their wealth go up, the average Aussie? Or do they? does their wealth go down? What do they do, folks? Tell me in the chat. This retirement, what happens is this. Let's say that this is the acquisition consolidation lifestyle, and these are these sections, right? This is 20 to 30. This is 30 to 50. And this is kind of 50 to um 70 or something like that, right? That's right, Luke. Completely 100% right. What happens is they get a small amount of wealth, it travels along, and that is what happens to their wealth. They eat their capital alive. They end up with these conversations with these financial planners and, um, oh, you know, that's risky. You should put your money in cash and you should never invest again. Listen, 
I I am not doing that. I think that's dumb. That's stupid. If you want to create wealth for the future, your assets, you need to live off what? Do you live off the capital of your assets? What do you need to live off into the future? Tell me, team, right now in the chat, you build your assets and then you live off the what? You live off the cash flow. You live off the cash flow. So this, for me right now, is the big thing, right? The number one problem that most people get wrong is this section here. They think, and I would uh, I would expect all of you listening in, this is not you, you will acquire the relevant assets to live off a great passive income that will continue continue to make you wealthy into the future. And let let us talk, let me talk about someone that uh, I model a lot of what I do on. Tell me in the chat, few of you guys know this, I've talked about him many times. Who is the most successful property investor in Australia? Most successful property investor in Australia, um, hands down by a gazillion, gazillion miles. Put that in the chat for me. Who is this most successful person. This person, this investor, owns over 4,000, that is right, 4,000, Mr. Mervak, you got it, Jeff, Harry, what would Harry do, folks? Well, what would Harry do, right? Fearless Harry. What would Harry do? Well, Harry is 90, 90 years old, folks, and still investing like a champion. (laughs) <laughs> that old Meriton dude. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. He's 90 and still investing like a champion, right? That's what he's doing. And and what is he worth? How much is Harry worth? Check out this. Um, oh, actually, check out this, actually. I'm going to show you. Let's have a look at how much Harry's worth. This was an old, that was an old article. Now check this out. Check this out right now. Old Harry. Our good old mate, Harry, $23 billion, billion. When did Harry start investing, right? Let's have a look. Uh, It was here before. Uh, Harry invested in, there you go, look at this, 1963. He started investing and built a block of eight units in Tempe in Sydney on a street. Guess what the street was called? Meriton Street. <laughs> Creative, right? Mate, it's unbelievable. How long has he been at it, folks? Do the math for me right now. 1963, what's the number? What? How long? How many years has been Harry? If you want to get wealthy, has, like this is... This is what you do. How many years has Harry been at it, folks? It's 19, it's 2023, 1963. Tell me in the chat, what's his number? What's his number? How long has Harry been going for it? The old, that old Meriton dude, fearless Harry. <laughs> I love that. There we go. That old Meriton dude. 60 years. Come on. Come on. 
60 years, folks. 60. 60. Do you reckon he was worth $25 billion in, you know, in the first five years? What do you, how do you reckon 60 years? Now, let's go back and have a look at this. Let's go and have a look at this. Here's what I'm telling you. Right. What would Harry do? Harry has a 60-year plan, right? And he's 90 years old going, you know what? I might think about, he's thinking about right now, the article here. Uh, where was the article? Is, uh, there you go. Only now, only at 90 is Harry thinking, maybe I'll think about who's going to take over from me, right? This is what I'm saying. So my point, folks, is that time, the thing that I see people get wrong is this section here, right? This. Imagine this. Right. Tell me right now. Imagine you at 60 saying, um, yeah. Imagine you at 60 instead of saying, oh, I'm going to retire. Now, I'm just saying this out loud. I'm not saying that this is what you should do. I was just saying if you want to be wealthy or way more wealthy than most people, at 60, what did Harry say? At 60, he goes, hey, at 60, I'm going here and I've got, I'm going to crush it for 30 more years. Right? Right? That's who's getting what I'm laying down here, right? Who's getting the idea that, this conversation is pretty important to understand because I can tell you right now when we do things like this, and, and, and I'll, I'll finish on this because you guys have seen this before, right? You guys have seen, you know, this wealth calculator. Right? I've chucked a few numbers in here. Let's do this. Check out the number, all right? So we go 15 years to the goal. And, yes, I think you've got to bite off chunks as you go. I got to. I think you got to bite off chunks you can go as you go. But listen, if you buy a few properties and let them run for a while, you know you're going to make some dough. I, I think you'll you'll do well, and we've talked about this. But let's just change the time frame. This is only, folks. Check this out. Your principal place of residence and five good properties. Five good properties. Right. Um, uh, as we go, and I'll change these back to you know eight hundred a week because. I, I put in there, those were Airbnb acceleration, okay, Airbnb acceleration. All right, so let's look at this. Let's look at the market value and the mortgage balance up here. So 15 years, okay, well, let's change that to 20 years, all right? Let's have a look at the top here of our, look at that, look, okay, our mortgage is low, our market value is high. How long has Harry been investing? Let's have a look at that number, 60 years, right? So right now you're thinking, all right, in 60 years, what's it going to look like, right? Let's put that in there. Let's put that in the chat. I'm not in the chat, but anyway, in the calculator. 60 years. Put that number in the chat for me. I want someone to put that in the chat and type it out and have a look at what that is. Right, put it there. Can't even see the passive income because it's not not big enough. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. All right, I'm going to unlock that because I, I want to see what that passive income looks like. All right. What is it? Tell me that in the chat. Tell me the number, team. Up the top there, 
while I'm doing this, just for shits and giggles, there we go. Look at that. Can you see it? $79 million and a passive income of $2 million. bucks. The difference between, now that's the difference. It, is everyone, can you put a yes in the chat? Just, just put a Y there if you, if you see what I just showed you, right? What's the difference between being wealthy and being okay? 15 years, okay, 8 million, still, still pretty good. A net equity of six, can't complain about that at all, can you? Or 60, 78. Right. Man, I'm telling you. There's the drill. What's the secret? What's the idea? The difference is, the difference is between a 20 and a 60-year plan. That's the difference. That's the difference. Now, I hear you saying, I'm not going to bloody wait 60 years, Jason. God, this is not meant to be like that. I get you. I hear you. If you get to 20 and if you buy the right properties and you have the right attitude that it is buy well, do not sell, never sell, unless you're developing like Harry or whatever and you're adding more, that stuff becomes pretty well a fait complete. I don't know. I don't know about you, but successful people leave clues and if you have a look at what they do and what their timeframes are and the commitments, then if you want that type of wealth, it's a 60-year plan, folks, not a 15-year plan. Anyway, there you go. Now, hopefully that makes sense. It makes sense to me. It lands like a – it fits, you know. I'm uh, I'm two times 25 now. <laughs> it's a good way of saying 50. And I'm like, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I can see easily 30 years of hustle and focus and fun for me. I can. Why not? What else am I going to do? I don't really like golf that much. Um, so anyway, there you go. All right, folks, that's it. I'm done. Wealth Coffee Chat over and out. But listen, this afternoon, Andy Fenton and I are going to hang out. Uh, the number one menace is out of control at the moment. The government are in are in, are in all sorts of overdrive when it comes to their grotty, their grotty cash grabs, folks. So uh, we're going to dine out on that one tonight. Don't miss it. Wealth, Wine and Wisdom tonight uh, at the regular time. We did it a bit later the other week, so that the regular time. And thankfully, Daylight Savings is changing back. Yes. woo Anyway, there you go. All right, folks. Join me tonight for Wealth, Wine and Wisdom. But other than that, uh, next week you can come along and we'll do another Wealth Coffee Chat. You guys uh, be awesome. Be well. See you tonight if you're going to be there. Uh, We'll see you next week. That's it from me, folks. Be awesome. Be well. Bye for now.